Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we sit back, drink Guinness, and talk shit about Top Gun. Mm. I'm joined tonight by the good, the, the evil, the ugly, the everything, the Zyber. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. At least you didn't say the hearing impaired. Jesus fucking Christ, you can't do that, man. I told you, you can't do that shit. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> so anyway, so Zyber came down to visit, and uh, it's been a ball. I've had a great time. Absolutely. We've uh, we've gotten a chance. We've uh, went, went saw Top Gun. We've hit some museums. Yep. Had a had a chill barbecue out back. Just been just been a good time. Been a good good time just chilling out. I haven't drank nearly as much, but honestly, we've had so much food. I don't even think we could pile that much more alcohol down in us. No, no. I mean, Guinness isn't as heavy as we used to think it is, but still, don't want to pile on too much. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, you heard that's what we're drinking tonight. We're both drinking some Guinness, some nice. Cool Guinness, nitro, or, uh, not the nitro coffees. We skipped the nitro coffee ones because those are, I don't know about those. Those are, oh, I don't know about those. I don't either. I didn't really care for them. But this is just straight Guinness out of the can. Very decent, very yummy, smooth, nice, easy drink. Like, yep. It's not like, like it's there, you got that burnt flavor, but it's not like over the top. Oh no, it's easy to drink. Oh. So, steady games. Steady games. What have we been playing for the last week, or we pontificate on how we play games are. So, man, what is your state of games? Well, I've been doing a lot of uh Pokemon, trying to finish out those uh I I guess remakes, you'll call them for Diamond and Pearl. And uh Phantasmophobia. Phantasphobia or Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia. Whatever, the hell it, whatever the hell it is, yeah. But that's that's pretty much been it. Well, I can definitely agree on the Phasmophobia. I've been playing that. And you know what? Like, I was talking to Wolfman about this the other day. Or actually, sorry. I was just talking to Wolfman about this today. And I agree with him on some set. And it actually kind of, like, sparked me to want to go and do, like, a ghost haunt. Like, go and actually go to a building go there overnight and do a ghost haunt and check shit out. But he made, you know, like he made a good point because like I, I skipped this game. I don't know about you, but I skipped this game for a long time because it got yeah. so much hype behind it. I didn't even hear about it until he mentioned it on the Discord. Mm. Or whoever mentioned it on the Discord. Yeah. And, and I, I, I saw it. I watched people play it. And I was like, all right. And there was just so much hype around it. That I was like, oh, God. I'm not, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon because I don't like to be that guy. But so I, I, I don't know even know I don't remember how it came back into my into my feed, but I saw it, and I remember Josh of all trades would play it. Yeah, um, Proxy Fox I think played it. It was it was just one of those. Not, not to say that they're not downplaying those guys. Like if you wanted to play it, you played it. Whatever. I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I don't like to jump on the bandwagon. Uh, but I saw it. I was like, all right. Well, maybe it's time to try this thing out. Oh no, I know who it was. 
It's Admiral Oreo. Okay, yeah. Admiral Oreo in one of my other chats had said something about phasmophobia and said if I wanted to try it out, he had people that played and he'd jump in and play. And so I I literally, I explicitly said, if I get this game, are you going to play it with me? Because I've had those things before where somebody's like, you've got to play this. I get the game and then I never play with it. It's like, oh, that sucks. So he says, yeah, I'm going to play. I was like, okay. So I I picked it up. I actually played my first game with him. And it was, uh, it was like playing it. I don't know. In my opinion, playing it with people who've played it a bunch of times beforehand is cool. It's fun, but it's kind of like they already know all the stuff that they have to do to get right. the objectives done. So they just go and they get it done and they get out. Right. It's like how you talk about things like Terraria. You're playing with people that already have everything, try to give you everything. Exactly. And you just want to learn it on your on on the yeah. same level that they started out on learning it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really fun to play with people who are kind of like on that same level of the gameplay as you, right? So like it was actually funny because I jumped in and I started playing with a spirit box, and spirit box for anybody who doesn't know, it's just a it's a little like it's a scanner basically. It's a it's a, a wavelength scanner that just goes back like the same scanner you get to to scan for. Cop signals and stuff like that. Right. And it only stays on the frequency for like two or three seconds. Yeah. So it just bounces back and forth. And what you do is you talk into it or you ask questions. And that's the coolest part about phasmophobia is that it it does voice recognition. So you talk into it and you'll get a response back. Well, I you know, when I was when I first played with Admiral Orio, he's like, Yeah, you just ask a questions like, you know, who are you? And, you know, stuff like that. Just really basic stuff. So I went, all right. So I, I walked in and I said, who are you? And I didn't hear anything. So I said, where are you? And it said, and like, I get a voice that goes, look behind you. So, of course, I'm sitting there standing straight forward going, I'm not turning around. And then I went, what do you want? And the next thing I hear it say is death. So I literally proceed to walk out. I open the door. I walk out past Admiral Oreo. Like, where are you going? I was like, I'm good for now. I'm going to go wait out in the van. I'm going to watch some cameras and stuff. You just tell me everything's good, all right? I'm just going to go that way. He was just dumbfounded on why I was just, like, bolting out of there. I was terrified. Like, that game nailed some cool parts about just, like, scaring the crap out of you. Um. What else have I been playing? So Phasmophobia. Oh, I finally beat Metroid Dread. So yep. Actually, we're up in Fredericksburg. I, uh, I beat Metroid Dread finally. That was good. Good ending. I liked it. It didn't expect so many phases out of the, out of the last boss, but good, fun. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, V Rising. V Rising. I jumped on that uh, um, early last week. Uh, no, actually, no, it wasn't even early last week. It was early the week before. It was, it was released the 17th, and I think I picked it up the 18th, and I started playing. Yeah. And I caught it in. Like, I started playing just before all the hype and everything really jumped around. I'm like, well, all right. I guess I'm already playing it, so I can't back out now because I'm I'm hype-avoiding. But, uh, yeah, so I played that. That's fun. That has a – that's like a – it's like a Blood Omen Legacy of Cain crossed with Diablo, crossed with, like – a little bit of castle building or base building. Yep. It, it's it's cool. It's fun. It's like um, uh, torchlight elements. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred. Yeah, that's actually. I didn't even think torchlight, but you're absolutely right. Torchlight is definitely an influence there. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's fun. 
that was a good that was a good entertaining time. Um, but what we really got to talk about Top Gun. Oh, not Morbius. Well, we can talk about Morbius. We got to talk about Top Gun too. All right, we saw Top Gun, but let's go to Morbius first. All right, so you saw Morbius. Yes, I saw Morbius. Yep, and I'm pretty sure you've heard and read the reviews on on what right. people think of Morbius. Yep. So, what was your take? My take on it, it was a nice interpretation. Um, there were things that I didn't quite track. Like, the the way that they went about the origins and everything. Hmm. What? Of, like, how he became what he became. I don't remember that as a kid. Like... For myself, I remember as he was trying to save his friend, his friend became that thing and his friend infected him. Okay. For some reason, that's how I remember Morbius. Okay. And then, like, the whole Spider-Verse filtered in through it. But the movie, um, I definitely want to give it another watch. Because I feel like I might have missed some things. And... There were things where I was hoping, because some of the stuff in in the um, press stuff for it, uh, talking about Spider-Man, mm-hmm. how they removed a lot of the references to Spider-Man out yeah. of the movie. Well, that's, yeah, that's when they pulled Morbius from being in the MCU yeah. completely. Yep. Yeah. But they still had a certain character show up at the end. I don't want to spoil it. Yep. Yep. But they had someone show up at the end, and it was like, oh, okay. Why wasn't that in something else? And and, and that spoiler, that like, they spent so much time trying to keep it out of the MCU, and then them putting that in, which gives it a direct tie to the MCU. Now. Yeah. Like, it may not be in the same dimension, like the same, yep. like... Like Prime or whatever, right, right? But it's definitely in the universe, in the, right. in the multiverse, right? But they did that with uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and they did that with uh, No Way Home. Yep, they pulled things in from other universes, and they did that with. Uh, well, that was strange, but yeah, I mean, Xavier. Oh. You know, being pulled in from early X-Men movies. Patrick Stewart, Xavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Stewart, yeah. You're talking about you're talking about Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was a, a bit of a nerd boner moment for me, right? Doctor Strange. Like when they said, Oh wait, we have one something on the line, so oh wait, one more person coming. And then you see that yellow freaking hover. That, yeah, chair. that golden chair. And you hear yeah. the na 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 in the background. Yep. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah, that, that got me going. But like all this BS that studios and, you know, the higher ups that own these studios and other studios getting into those feuds of, oh, well, now we don't want you using our characters. And taking away a lot of a movie that could go much further than it already has. 
I, I, I definitely, I agree with you. I'm trying not to spoil. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying. Yeah, I feel you. Like it's I'm still relatively to. new, so it's like. I'm probably not making much sense to anyone that well, hears this. Well, it's out. It's out on direct. It's out. It's out on video. It's on demand now. So I yeah. mean, like, uh, honestly, I think we could talk a little bit more openly about it without pissing too many people off. But I mean, just be prepared. We might let a spoiler slip. But I, I 100% agree with you that there was definitely through watching the movie. You can see where they cut. You can feel yeah. where they cut yep. stuff out. Um, the things that I, I definitely liked about the movie. Um, yeah. I actually felt that this take was a better modern adaptation than a lot of the other movies that have right. been made. Like, like them modernizing this. Exclude, you know, I mean, there were there were several MCU like Thor. They did okay modernizing there. I mean, Tony Stark was always like superior technology, so yep. like that was really easy. Um, like the like Spider Man, Spider Man, like. That was one big thing where Peter Parker was really the one who made who took the pictures of Spider Man right. and sold them to J. Jonah yep. Jameson. Well, they couldn't like they couldn't have made that soul. Like they couldn't have made that stick. Um they couldn't have made that stick. So they just obliterated it. Like they just literally took it completely out of the picture. And right. he he wasn't selling them whatsoever. Like yep. and J. Jonah Jameson was doing like a podcast or something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing, like with the Venom movies, like how they didn't have that grudge between Parker yes. and uh, Brock, as well as the symbiote Parker and Spider-Man. Well, and that's the thing is that like with Venom, the whole thing that made Venom Venom was that right. he was originally bonded to, to Peter yep. Parker was forced away, got with Brock. Yep. Brock hated Spider-Man. Now the symbiont hated Parker because he kicked him out. And like, yep. and but they just skipped past all that and just went, I'm now the lethal protector. And it's like, right. you eat people. How are you the lethal protector? Like, that doesn't that doesn't jive. That doesn't stick right. in my brain. I mean, if they're going to do anything with, like, say, the Venom franchise and have it San Francisco-based, I would have gone to the Mace Arc. The Mace Arc, yep. what was that? Uh, it's where they first get to San Francisco, and Venom and Brock are like, all right, this is my city. And they go through, and they do. They have their first run with the hero stick. And oh, that was the, the Venom one. That was the Venom cover that had, like, that red holographic in the background? Like, um, I believe so, yeah. I, th- I think I know that. I think I know that arc, then. Or at least I think I remember. I think I, I remember the cover. I made. I, I don't remember the actual arc itself. They they went straight to the symbiote invasion, pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah, where and okay, okay. That was well, yeah. The movies they well, the movies they did. Yeah, was, it was Venom, and then all the other symbiotes. The- oh my god. I literally, like, I must have really not liked Venom then, because I don't remember any <laughs> yeah, of that. I thought it was ridiculous, because it's like, okay, you're, you're going way past anything leading up to Venom being a hero. You're just, okay, juvenile, misunderstood, freaking oh, symbiote. I do remember that. That was that an was outcast, really- he was weak, whatever. It was definitely a different universe for Venom. Well, back to Morbius for just right. a second. Um, so the things that I liked about it was that, as I said, it it 
the the modernization of it, the the yep. way that they used that they they modern. I do like that. Yeah, I I I really enjoyed the way that they made the modern world fit in there, but yep. made it still feel like that early '90s feel at the same yep. time. So I really like that. One of the things I really enjoyed, and, and people probably hate this, but it's one of the things that I liked about it because there's so many movies out there that they get so dark. Yeah. And like you're trying to watch them and you're sitting there going, you're like you're playing with a gamma on your TV. You're like, God, yep. I can't see anything that's happening. What's going on? And you jack it up and just realize that I'm like, I had that issue with the, the latest Batman, the Batman. Yes. I loved the Batman, but I hated all those dark scenes. Yeah. It was just such a pain in the ass. Yep. But anyway, so the one thing I liked about Morbius, or one of the things I liked about Morbius, was that all those dark scenes, they were still well lit so yeah. like they didn't they they did like the old school where they made everything like blue or yep. or whatever to, just to make it so you could see what was happening in the scene and not make right. it like that true dark right like when the friend came and stole the thing stole yes. the serum yeah like that was a dark scene but you right. could see everything that happened I mean Morbius was having his uh Withdrawal, yeah, blood withdrawal. No, I thought it was. Uh, I, I liked that. Um, I honestly thought the CG of the face changing was yeah. pretty spot on. Like, it I mean, nice. it was. It, it okay. Let me ref- let me let me clarify when I say spot on. It felt comic bookish. Yes, like that felt comic bookish. Right, and I liked it. I like that. Like uh, with Sin City, how they made it very comic book style yes. cinematically. Yes. yes. I like that. I like the feel that that had. Um, and yes, some of the scenes in uh, Morbius were like that. Like when it would jump, mm-hmm. the, the streamers. Yep. And also, remember- even though it made me think of. Infamous. Yes. Yeah. Look, dude. Like, you can't, I, unsee, you it. can't unsee that. Once you once you realize it looked like infamous. Once you once yep. you see those infamous trails by, you're like, oh crap. And then it jumped to infamous too with uh, Violet when he uh, was like, okay, I'm wearing the basically Morbius suit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I actually liked the Morbius outfit at the end, like yeah. the, where, where he yep. shifted into, where he's in that purple. Yeah, and like it was more like a suit, but that's more yeah. like what he wore. Like that, yep. and I thought that was cool. Um, <clears throat> there was something else that was in there. Oh, one thing to note is that they really tried to keep it like this. This, this movie could have been yep. easily made rated R. Yeah, but they kept it PG thirteen, uh, and it was I. It was okay. I. I like there are some, there were some scenes where, like, Morbius rips the throat out of somebody. Yep. Like there would be a lot of blood there, oh, and yeah. there wasn't any. It's like like in the hallway with the nurse. Yes, when the friend came in and killed that nurse. Spoiler there, alert! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there would have been a ton more blood. There exactly. would be spray all over the walls, exactly. and that was a really white hallway. Yeah, and, and like. <laughs> Like, there, there were a couple scenes, like, when they're on the boat, like there yeah. would have been, like, they did the blood splatter on the screen and stuff, and they they masked it by just making the blood black. You know, they, they did it that yeah. way to try to, like... They did dark de- blood. Yeah, to dehumanize it, which is fine. I'm okay with that. But there would have been way more blood. And, and that's probably, probably one of my biggest gripes with the movie, is that they could have made it 
bloodier. Right. But still kept it, you know, still kept it fairly tame. But yeah, so like the uh, Matt Smith playing the villain. Yep. I loved Matt Smith playing the villain. He played the madman with the box. The thing, though, is once he got into that suit and he wasn't in, like, sickly hospital clothes, I was like, is the doctor in? Right. <laughs> like, he was playing the madman with the box. Yeah. He really was. He was nailing that madman with a box. Ah. Uh, no, I... I it was a fun movie. It wasn't. It wasn't definitely. It definitely wasn't the best comic book movie. No. However, I'm a Morbius fan. Like, yeah. One I'm, of my I'm first a, comics was Morbius. Yeah, I'm a Morbius fanboy. I want Midnight Suns so bad. Like, I am gnawing at the bit for Midnight Suns. Yeah. Like there are a couple. Well, car- like at the end, I kind of was like, okay, now where's Renegade? Where's Ghost Rider? Right. And- yeah, right. Yeah. Where's 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 Johnny Blaze with yeah. the Hellfire shotgun? Yeah. No, I, I I they have to be moving towards a a Midnight Suns. They just have to be. Like I, I know I've been reading rumors left and right. They're, they're saying they're doing it, but they're just rumors. But they've got it. Right. They just they have to. If they be. do, and they go into it as a series. I want the dude that played uh, Daredevil. Oh yeah, in the series. Oh yeah, Cox. Yeah, yes. I want him to do his bits in there when they deal dealt with uh, uh, Daredevil. Yeah, in the comic. And, and I would even be like, what I would want to see. And this is just this is my pie in the sky. I would love to see Nicolas Cage come back as Blaze, but not as Ghost yeah. Rider Blaze, yep. as Johnny Blaze. And I wanted to get some no-name person to play Danny Catch. So not the Shield Catch. Not the Shield Catch. Danny Catch from the Go- from the Ghost Rider series, where he All was right. Johnny Blaze's long lost brother. Okay. I want, but somebody no-name, somebody th- that just like what they did with Tom Holland, where Tom Holland right. walked in and he just he backflipped into the place. Yep. Blew their socks off. Just I want somebody to come in and just be like, yeah, I'm Ghost Rider. Like, I'm Ghost Rider. I just want somebody no name come in, and I, I like I want to see. Okay, Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider is pretty funny in spots. Like the combat in Ghost Rider yeah. was pretty, pretty lame. Yeah, some of the facial expressions were pretty lame too. But overall, and the transformation. You know, I thought the transformation where his, like, flesh was, like, okay, yeah, him freaking out like that was pretty comical. Yeah. But if you throw it on mute and watch it, yep. it was actually a pretty badass yeah. transformation. Like, the the flesh dripping off was pretty cool. Uh, and what was it, the second one where, like, they're in the quarry and he turns the crane into Hellride? Oh, I don't remember that. I didn't see the second one. <laughs> There's that a- was freaking hilarious. Oh. It was like... What are you guys doing? Now I gotta watch a second one. Like the first one, I made it through. I don't know if I could take a second one. Can't we just cons- <laughs> can't we just pretend that the Five Nights with Nicolas Cage movie was Ghost Rider two? Sure, sure. Because I mean, he played pretty damn badass Cage there. Yep. Oh, but uh, yeah. So I don't. Know. I wouldn't give Morbius. The the shit that it's been getting, like I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's like an eighteen. 
It's like no. it's got on Rotten Tomato for the for the critics. Is it is it a you know ten out of ten? No, 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 no way. If I were to rate it on RT, I would give it a fifty-two. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm- maybe to be generous. A 56. Yeah. I, I would put it in the mid to high 50s if I was going to yeah. do percentage range. It definitely isn't the best movie. Um, as far as like vampire uh, Marvel movies go, I think right. the, the original Blade still knocks it out of the park. I love the original Blade. Yep. Um, the new guy that's going to play Blade has got a lot to live up to. But Wesley Snipes yep. already said that this guy's got it. So Snipes is saying he's got it. I'm giving it. I'm, I'm immediately going in and giving this guy yeah. a chance. Hopefully this guy pays his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, like the original Blade movie, like that opening, that opening scene for Blade, like everybody remembers, yeah, that opening scene for Blade, like that that boom 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 that that song going, and just freaking Wesley Snipes going full ham, and just every vamp in that room just going full ham. It was just awesome. Um, um, what's his name there? Uh, Sam freaking he played Whistler. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Sam, yeah. Um, uh, not Sam Fisher. That's not going to work. Nope, I can't remember his name. But I think they should have had him as the old time Ghost Rider, the Immortal. I you know I could have seen him easily being that guy. But I like the guy. He? No, no, he no, wasn't. He wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. No, no. The the guy who was though, I thought played a pretty good go- old old man ghost rider or the the wild west ghost rider. Yeah. Where the hell is that guy's name though? Like where is that? I'm looking for it. It's killing me. Uh Chris Christofferson. Oh, okay, then it was Sam. All right. Never mind. It was in uh Yeah, I Chris- got that mixed up then. Yeah, Chris Christofferson. And I thought he played a great wrestler. But the guy you're talking about is Sam Elliott. Yes, Sam Elliott. Yep. And he pl- I, he played a fantastic Cowboy Ghost Rider or Wild yep. West Ghost Rider, whatever you want I to got it about. wrong. I, I For some reason, I thought Sam Elliott was a uh, whistler. I always mix that up. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I can see him. Like, I, I can, in my mind's eye, see the two of them, like... I mean, he plays a good cowboy and a good biker. He does. Type, so He does. Well, I mean, really, a cowboy is just, you know, yeah. an old school biker. True. It's all he I mean, they both hop on a saddle and go really fast. Exactly. Just one shovels shit, one doesn't. Well, I guess technically... One shovels shit, one gets a lot of shit. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sam Elliott, I thought, did a fantastic job, like, as the... And, and did you ever read... Like, did you ever read the... Um, the What was it? Ghost Rider 16-something? 1692 or whatever the hell it was? It was where, where you saw the Wild West Ghost Rider. I saw some of that. I got a book at home. A friend that I used to work with gave me... Um, it was one of those compilations of yeah. a run. Yeah. Uh, that was... Uh, about the Wild West Ghost Rider. I can't remember what it's called, though. I don't know. I don't know. I just remember uh, my first introduction to Ghost Rider was Ghost Rider Rides Again. 
Okay. It was uh, like a six or eight issue retelling of a bunch of the Ghost Rider stories. And it was good. It was fun. It was 80s. It was campy. It was just all the right things. Uh, that was really, that was, that was probably my first entry into comic books, actually, because I remember I bought the first one at Neil's News. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't know that they were reprints of old stories. Yeah. So I just saw issue one, Ghost Rider Rides Again. And I went, oh, man, issue one, I got, I, I, I can get, you know, my, my, my kid brain, I can get on the ground floor, get the first issue. I thought it would be worth something someday. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yep. It's barely worth the paper it's printed on. Yep. However, I have a copy of those Ghost Rider Rides Again, and I love those things. Like, I, I actually, you know, I think I'm going to pull those things out and reread them again. Because I've had them stuck, tucked away for so long, and I haven't done anything with them. I really should bring them out and reread them. Because they were just, they were fun stories. It starts off, you know, way back at the beginning where Johnny Blaze makes that pact with Mephisto. Yeah. And then it tells over six arcs different stories ending with him getting rid of the spirit of vengeance. But yeah, those are good stuff. Yeah. My first comic books that got me in the comics was a Morbius, a Rom, and a Thor comic. Rom. Yep. Oh man, I had so many Rom comics. Yeah. The thing that pissed me off was back when I got them, I didn't know how to store them properly. <sighs> so from that time till when I moved in with the wife the first time and I was going through all that stuff, I was going to say, I was saying to myself at that time, okay, I'm going to get back in the comic books. I'm going to do this, that going through, changing out everything, redoing a lot of the backboards and checking on them and everything. Those three comics air crisp. So the second I flipped it open and started pulling it out with the backboard. Oh. Dust. Oh, man. There's nothing more disheartening than, like, you get that <laughs> comic and you're just so excited yep. to just touch it again. Yep. Oh, and it just starts to flake. Oh, that's Burns. Yeah. Well, Morbius. What else can we say about Morbius? Is there anything else to say about Morbius? Um, I wouldn't discount it. I would give it a watch. Make up your own mind before you start listening to critics. Yeah, I agree with that. Make, make up your own mind. It's it's a decent movie. It's it's a fun. Like the I thought the action in it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought the sound was actually. I, I thought the sound in it was really good. Right, and I've I've grown to be able to appreciate a lot of these movies now, all because of something that you've said. See, oh, what was that? Go into the movies in the mindset that it is a different universe. It's not the universe of the comics you read. It might be similar in some cases, but it's a different universe. Wait, I said that? Yep. That's some Yoda-level shit right there. <laughs> well, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't argue with that. I it was be back during the X-Men movies. You know, I can honest. You know what? I can honestly hear myself saying that because I remember watching those X Men movies, and I loved, I loved X Men. I still love X Men. Yep. And I remember watching those movies, and I, I want to say it was either my brother, or even my brother's friend, just ragging on it so hardcore. 
Yep. And I just remember Hugh Jackman as friggin' Wolverine. Yeah. And him doing that one thing where he runs in and Cyclops goes, wait, how do I know it's really you? And Wolverine's like, you're a dick. And then Cyclops just like, okay. And like, <laughs> that whole scene right there was just, that is literally Wolverine and Cyclops. Yep. In, in, in 30 seconds. Like, that was literally their relationship. Yeah. No, I told, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's just my two cents on it. Go into it, give it a chance, but be in the mindset. It's a different universe. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of the reviews I read were people ragging on it that's nowhere near the comics. Yeah. And I like the adaptation that they did. As I said, they modernized yep. it, and I think they did a pretty good job of modernizing what would happen with it. Absolutely. Like they, they still, like the one thing that, and here's one, one of the things that I really liked that I was just thinking about, and I remembered, but I forgot that I remembered that I forgot that I remembered. Um, Morbius, Dr. Morbius. Yeah. He wasn't like, what's the best way? Like he wasn't, he wasn't Dr. Strange. Right. He, he wasn't an arrogant doctor just saving lives. Yep. He was literally. Just trying to save a life. Yep. And he was not a good guy about it. Like, he wasn't... He wasn't... Like, he wasn't trying to win a Nobel Prize. Right. Like he didn't win a Nobel Prize. Like, he didn't... He didn't. Like, I like how they just made it he didn't want the Nobel Prize right. in the movie. Yep. But he wasn't... He wasn't a good guy. Like, it's like the Punisher. The Punisher is not a good guy. Right. He does things that end up being... For the good, but he's not a good guy. Yep. And that was Dr. Morbius. And I liked how they touched that in the beginning of this movie where he wasn't a good guy. He was just desperate to find a cure. Right. He wasn't, he wasn't a great person. And he wasn't like the altruism came much later when, you know, he like people started dying. He realized what he did had this effect. Yep. And that altruism started coming out. But he, well, like at the beginning, he wasn't a good guy. Um, the, now, to go into the things that I didn't like about the movie, like the whole beginning part of the movie, the whole first act felt really rushed to me. Yeah. Like, how much is on the cutting room floor? Yeah. Like, there's got to be a lot there. Like, that had to be in a two and a half hour movie, and they cut it down hardcore. Yeah. Because it, it, like, that whole first act was just insanely rushed like there was yep. just it just felt like there was supposed to be so much more there uh so that that was that was a gripe of mind um what was the other gripe i had i forgot what it was now like the whole the whole friend bringing a blood pack into prison right you know when obviously he like he knew pretty quickly in that conversation that Morbius did not like he didn't want right whatever was happening and he he didn't want anybody else to deal with it either. Yep. And knowing that walking in there you know like even when he was talking to him he's like you know you you can't have the cure you can't have it. Like even there why walk in there and hand him a way out? Right. Why not just let him sit there and rot cuz he's eventually going to run out of blood and just that's it. He's done. Yep. So there was there was little parts like that that I didn't I did like, and there's probably more. I definitely want to give it another watch because I always watch the movie the first time to enjoy it, and then the second time right. I watch it tear it apart. 
Except for The Thing. I think I've watched that at least 50 times, and I still can't find things wrong with it yet. <laughs> um, but another movie. Top Gun. Maverick. Yes. Okay. We went and saw it Saturday. In the theater. Yep. Got a shitty rum and coke. Oh my god, that rum and coke was terrible. Yes, it was. Oh my god. I, I drank mine. I did not enjoy drinking mine. I didn't enjoy drinking mine. I'm glad I had that uh, Dr. Pepper sitting right next to me. Yeah. Because I, I had to chase it. I had to take a sip. Take a sip. Yeah, it was like it was like nephew's overproof rum. Like that, that the rum that you drink when you have no other rum to drink, <laughs> but you want to get drunk, so yeah. you drink that rum, that rum. To me, it was like the the rum that you squeeze out of the boards of a bad rum. Oh yeah, oh yeah, or that rum that spilled into the beer mat, and then you just yep. clean the beer mat out yep. of. Oh, yeah, that rum and coke was terrible, but the movie was good. Yes. The movie was fabulous. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I I would definitely say anyone that talks shit about it really wasn't really paying attention to the movie. I could see that. I you know, I could also I mean, like I could also see people cuz like if you can if you try to strictly compare it to let's say the original Top Gun. Right. It, it's it's not the original Top Gun. No, it's not. It's not. Um, and if you try to compare it to like a newer style action movie, it's not. It's really. No. I mean, it it labels much more as an adventure to yep. me than it does an action movie. I mean, there's right. a lot of great action. Don't get me wrong. There, there was. Um, like right. I, there's not enough runway. <laughs> just a hint, people. Sometimes yeah. there's not enough runway. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's just is not enough runway. No, there were there were things like that, like that that whole ending act right there. That's probably my like, okay, it's downright cool how that went down. Yeah, like the whole. <clears throat> watch out! You got some of that in your mouth. Yep. Um, the whole. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, the the whole sneaking behind enemy lines and too much. Better than a fly getting it. True. Yeah, then you have to yell at the spit out. At least yep. you can wring your shirt out. Right? I can suck on my shirt. <laughs> but yeah, that whole that whole last act, or last part of the act, like, on paper, I think it's cool. I like the idea. It's just one of those, like, it, it gave great... All right. Big spoiler time. If you do not want this to be spoiled for you, stop listening now. Or just mute. Or mute. But you're probably going to want to stop listening for the remainder of the show, to be honest. That spot where he goes into that F-14. Yeah. That old school F-14. Yep. I loved the idea of getting into that old school cockpit. And then, like, just showing... Like literally the inside of... Like, the troubles of the old old school. Like, modern avionics now... Everything is computerized. Everything's done by a switch. There's no human factor. Yep. That he was having to go back there. He's like, "Well, try the try the relay for for this. Try right. the relay for that." And he's like, "Yeah, the like, nav I know guy that. having to fiddle around with a fuse panel." Exactly. It, it reminded me so much of like Star Wars, where Chewie was working on the Millennium yep. Falcon as they're trying to fly yep. away. Like Absolutely. it was that. 
It was that right there. I see that. I get it. There's Chewie sitting there like, oh. Um, But that whole scene. But Chewie was just. All all he was doing was, yeah, he was just ripping (laughs) shit apart. (laughs) But the thing that I thought was really cool was, you know, they showed. Because they were were fighting up against those fifth gen fighters. Right. And he's in an F-14. And they're all looking at him like they didn't they didn't shoot him down right away, but they showed how like he sucker punched the one. Yep. And then he used it to take the missile that was fired at him. Like yep. that was like in my mind, my mind says that that shouldn't work. Physically should not work. However, it was bad ass to watch. I mean I don't know if it would actually work, but to me it seems that it would be Somewhat plausible. I could go with plausible. Like, in my mind, disbelief was suspended enough yeah. to make me enjoy that scene. Absolutely. And, like, I, dude, I was screaming. I don't remember, you know, remember, I was screaming during part of that. Yep. I loved in that whole thing before that went down. What does that mean? I don't fucking know. <laughs> With the hand, hand signs, signals. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they pull up next to him. What's that mean? I don't know. What's that one mean? Still don't know. <laughs> I think this would have gone better if you knew those hand signals. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was uh, that was fantastic. And that's so... One of the things I really loved, it was in the original Top Gun, Maverick was like... Yeah. Maverick was... An ace. Like, he yep. was the best pilot. And then when he goes to instruct all the new Top Gun graduates, the, the people that they that they brought back, yep. like, he wipes the floor with them. Absolutely. Literally wipes the floor. Uh, and it was just, like, it was wild. Because I like right. how they kept that mythos around him. You know, he's right. still this badass pilot. And the whole thing of, like... All right, getting these kids ready to do their thing, and you know John Hamm's character—I can't remember what his call sign was, but yeah, like being that "no, you're not" guy. It's my way or the highway. To where they're like, "Look, you got two weeks. You got to figure this shit out." And then, like, even more of a time crunch, and with that song that. Uh, uh, Hangman was doing brought back memories of um, Maverick and Hangman's dad. No, no, you're thinking of um, not Hangman. It was uh, Goose. It was Goose. Rooster. Yeah, Rooster. 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 That's it. Yeah. Um, you know that whole thing, and he was like, Ugh. and then next morning he steals a plane and runs it in like record time. Oh yeah, yeah. Where there was because the guy was like, yeah, you can't like you, yeah. you're not teaching him how to do this, so now get out. Yep. I don't think it goes into, but I would love to have been like, I think they should have shown him stealing that plane. Yeah. Like him physically, like them walking up and be like, Hey, I'm going to take that plane. And then be like, uh, are you off to go? And he's like, yeah, sure. They're just like, <laughs> well, you know, Hey, he's captain, whatever, go. Yeah. I like, I would have loved to see how that, like that interaction went. Or like just a uh, bring back, like he did it. Like at the air base at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some uh there was some great spot. There was some really, really great dog fighting. Yep. Um like that bedroom scene. That was some great dog fighting. And then he drops down out of the window, like 
Oh my God, the daughter's oh, there. Yeah. Oh my God, that was hilarious. That was fantastic. Like, just and you don't hurt her. Yeah, don't don't hurt her again. Then she just walks off. and It's like, okay, that oh, oh shit moment. Yeah, there were some there were some really great those F-18s that they had. Like, it was just awesome. The one where Maverick sacrifices himself for uh, for yep. Rooster, and you just like see him. You know, they've got the planes. He pulls back, does his little brake maneuver. Yep. And then lights off the flares so that Rooster could get away. Like, that was a badass move. Like, that was full-on badassery right there. Again, physics in my mind says that that shouldn't work. was still badass to see on screen. That's why I need to get that uh, flight simulator. Yeah, man. (laughs) Air Force style. See if you actually do it. I'll test that shit out. I think it's it's a little bit different if you get the Gs pulling on you while you're doing it, though. (laughs) Like there's one thing to do it when you're just sitting in your in your you know sitting well, in your comfort at home, but when you got all six right, G's right. pulling you. Here's what we do: we we buy a abandoned supermarket, set up a centrifugal force machine, and build our cockpit in there. So actually, that's one thing that I wanted to mention that I, I don't I don't know if you noticed, but did you notice their breathing while they were flying? Oh yeah, absolutely. That, that was an attention to detail right there. That literally blew my mind. That right. They literally spent that much time because the way they were breathing, they were doing the yep. and they're like, yep. it's a very specific style of breathing. Right. Like uh, when Maverick was proving that it could be done sub like a, mi- a minute or two minutes. Yeah, 215. Everybody else, they were doing their breathing the way that they thought they should. Then Maverick does it and he's doing that. Yeah. And he gets to like sub Mach ten. Yeah, he would. No, that was in the or, pl- or, or in the plane. Sub, yeah, yeah, he got to he like got sub two fifteen. Yeah, it, it was two fourteen and twenty. Yeah, or something like and that. like pulling over nine G. Oh no, he pulled ten Gs ten, out of the yeah, thing. Yep. Yeah, that's where he did. He pulled ten Gs coming out. Yeah. He bent the A frame or he bent yep. the bent the uh, frame on the plane because they actually barked on. They're like, yeah, so you just took a multi million dollar aircraft and that'll never fly again, right? What about that stealth one? That multi-billion dollar. Yeah, the one that he blew up in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And he just strolls into the the restaurant like I, just <laughs> points the water. water. <laughs> Thank you. Where am I? <laughs> Earth. <laughs> that was beautiful. Right. That was absolutely that was that was a great way to start it. And then he still had that Kawasaki. Yeah. Like, holy crap. He must, like, you, I think you said it. He must have had that thing stuck in his yeah. actual garage somewhere. Probably. Because, I could, like, that that Kawasaki was brought out of mothballs for it. Oh, yeah. Well, verdict. If you had to give it a same same scoring method as Morbius, um, where would you put it? I would, I would give it, honestly, probably... 90, low 90s. I, you know what? I actually absolutely agree with you. I feel that like this was definitely a low 90s, 92 area. Like yeah. if I was going to try to be more specific, definitely low 90s movie. Yep. Um, worth a watch. Yeah. 100% worth a watch. I, it felt like it was, the movie felt like it was a redemption film for like Maverick's character to Rooster. Yeah. For Goose. Yep. Yeah. Let alone uh, 
I'm sorry, I actually, you know, was head over heels for you for, what's her name there? That Penny. One? Penny, yeah. It, it, it felt like that kind of thing, like, okay, if I come back now, after this, I'll settle down with you. Yeah, it, w- it was a nice closure for a lot of right. different characters. I love how they brought Iceman back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That um, was great. And I and I liked I liked how they worked in his actual like yep. his Val Kilmer's actual illness into the movie. Yep. Um, and then like the I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, <laughs> there was that. Like that was a like that whole scene where they go and talk like they're actually mm-hmm. together. That was such an emotional scene. Yeah. Like, and I think I even said to you that somewhere around there, like, okay, look, if I'm crying, don't make fun of me. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Because I was like... And I said, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, it, it was one of those really like... And I could just imagine what it was like on set for that right there. For, for them to, to get to... Like, just for, for that right. scene right there. I could just imagine how it would be. Uh, and, I, and, and, I mean, again, spoiler, if you're still listening, you knew it was coming. That they, you know, that they had Iceman die. Right. I thought was... a. a a great closure for that character because he was an admiral. Like he was, he was yep. all the way he up was there pulling for uh, for Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, like he was helping Maverick the entire time, and he was even showing like like that whole thing in the original Top Gun where they were just heads butting against yep. each other, and then at the end you saw them shake hands and actually like become friends. Yeah. To see that that friendship kept going, and that he kept looking out for him was just really awesome, right? And especially, I would think that uh, Iceman was the one pulling the strings of him not being promoted to Admiral. Maybe. Keeping him as captain, because, well, he liked to fly. Yeah. He didn't want to not fly. Yeah, he didn't want to be a captain. He even stated that when he was asked. You could be an Admiral by now. Why are you still a captain? (laughs) Yeah, he said, because I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yep. Yeah, there was some... uh, yeah, there were some great scenes. I think it had just enough nostalgia in it to like pay proper homage to the original movie. I think there was like, uh, I'm such a sucker for dog fighting and for for fighter yeah. jets, and I'm just uh, like, okay, when that F-14 extended its wings on the ground, yep, my nipples got hard, man. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. Like my nipples got hard. Cause that's a, like, that's an old piece of machinery and that they gave it such a, such respect. And like, even though, you know, they they just said Maverick's like the best dogfighter in the world, basically. Yeah. Even in an F-14 against fifth gen fighters, he was able to take his own. He was able to drop two. I mean, that's, that's impressive. That, but, but that they paid that much homage to the F-14. Yep. And the F-14 really was a, uh, you know, it was a leaky piece of machinery, but it was a, it was an impressive yeah. piece of machinery, too. I mean, it, it definitely could do basically a dead launch, but he, <laughs> it took more than just a lot of skill. <laughs> took a lot of luck. <laughs> and very tight bowels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Compression pants. Yep. That's what we're, that's what we're talking there. Compression pants. <laughs> or at least astronaut diapers. <laughs> no, but I, I definitely, I, if you don't, if you haven't watched it, it's a hundred percent worth a watch. Go check it out. Um, I say while you're at it, go, uh, go give Morbius a chance. And yeah, I don't know. Any, any last words on it? 
Um, Top Gun, well, give it a go. I mean, it, it, regardless of it being a movie that's getting very, very good press right now, I would say definitely give it a watch. Make your own opinion, just like any other movie. Sure, a paper or a website or a person can say one thing to try and sway into something, but hey, if you're already going to go watch it, make up your own mind on how you feel about it. I don't, I don't like being told by third party, hey, this movie's shit, when they don't know what I like. Yeah. Like, I'm all good. I'm, I'm okay with somebody saying their opinion is whatever movie's shit. I'm fine with that. Right. But leave it at that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's one of those things of, it's kind of like, I'm going to say this. We try to stay with it. It's like religion. Right. I don't care what your religion is. You're Catholic, Buddhist, Confucius, friggin' Hindu. I don't care what your religion is. As long as you don't try to make me part of your religion. As long right. as you say, I don't have to do it. Like, if you say, I don't eat meat because my religion doesn't let me. Cool. Don't eat meat. That's fine. If you say I got celery in the fridge. Yeah, if you say I shouldn't eat meat because your religion doesn't let me, well, that's a different story. Right. So that's the same. That's the same way. Like, you don't like a movie? Cool. All right. You don't like a movie? Don't right. keep. You know, that's fine. Don't don't, don't try to make me not like right. it exactly. because you don't like it. Definitely make your own opinions. Yeah. Definitely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And if you are a Morbius fan. I think you'll enjoy Morbius if you haven't right. seen it already. But definitely go into Morbius as it's in a different universe. Because if you go into it thinking, oh, it's going to be like, you know, uh, what was it? Um, one where, like, Morbius going after those clock people. Uh, I can't remember the run off the top of my head. But, yeah, if you're going expecting a certain run, don't. Yeah. I don't go in expecting a, a, a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Yep. Expect a, you know, expect a Sony movie. Like, yeah. Expect a, a Venom, a Blade, a, a something along those lines. Yep. You know, a uh, Maguire <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, like a Sam Raimi Ma- Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, where can people find you at, man? You can find me palling around on the GNA Discord or uh, occasionally on my Twitter. I don't check it as much as usual because I'm not really streaming much these days. Um, other than that, you can uh, check me out on my Instagram, which is uh, Zyberblood or uh, Zyberrides. Either or will bring you to the same thing. I've had so many tag changes for it, but just... Type in that Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-L-O-D, and you should be able to find me. Nice. I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitch, Cecil Xavier, everywhere else. Ustream, Mixer. Oh, no, there's no more Mixer. Um, Ustream, crap, where's everywhere else? Discord, Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, pretty much, like, everywhere. Like, if I'm not someplace, let me know. I'll, I'll jump there as well. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on Podcast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Google Play Music, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, like pretty much everywhere. If we're not someplace, let us know. We'll go there. We'll, we upload anywhere. Yeah, like you said, uh, you know, that new Boston site, uh, Podcast. <laughs> Podcast. You're a Podcast too. 
Go there. We upload everywhere. <laughs> I, you know, okay, sorry to do, sorry to like break from the closing. You know, I came down. I was talking to the Boston accent, and Lex goes, "Man, you tell you sound like Shadow Fox." And I'm like, "You realize he got that accent from me because I kept making it in the warehouse, right?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, you sound like Shadow Fox." I'm like, Son of a bitch! He stole my damn accent. Uh, anyway, so Humble Bundle, we uh, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service with a twist. You buy games, but you also donate to charity at the same time. GNA Podcast is partnered with them, so just put that question partner question partner equals GNA Podcast question mark partner equals GNA Podcast. <laughs> My God, at the end of your link, and they'll let them know you sent we sent you there. Put any sliders for us all the way down to zero. We don't want anything. Uh, we just want to let you, we sent you there. So do that. That's cool. Um, we have a website www.gnapodcast.com where we have links to our Discord to articles, which is pretty much just microbrew site. Um, and then every link to every single one of our episodes if you wanted to listen to them. And for some reason, wherever you're listening to them, they don't have all of them backlogged. Uh, and there we have all the episodes up there from when Gravemind was running it to all the way through when I took over and beyond. So anyway, thanks for joining me tonight, man. Absolutely, brother. It's a good time. Had some guests, talked some movies. Yep. I like it. It was a great time visiting too. Yeah, man. I'm actually, I'm really, like, I'm. I was super stoked when you said you were coming down. You got here. I was. I kept like trying to think of everything we could possibly do, but not be like too overbearing. Where we're like, oh, we're doing something every single day. Um, but I'm. I'm pleased with what we got got to do. Like, yeah, uh, same here. I'm really. I'm happy that we got to the tractor museum, and I know it sounds same so here. lame. That was awesome. I loved it. But that tractor museum is like one of my favorite museums in the yep. area. Um, and I'm glad you got to the Ed Graham Paul. I'm yeah, sorry I didn't get fun. to get there. I enjoyed it. I treated your dad to it. Oh, well, that was awesome. That was very kind of you. He was trying to pay me back by trying to find somewhere to take me for a pint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you have a good night, man. Absolutely, Actually, brother. Well, we're going to have a good night because we're going to continue off and watch movies or play games or something. Probably. So, bitching. All right. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>